is going on? Welcome to the Crew 3 Podcast. I'm Rose Ruckman. And this week, we traded Chris in. Ricky is back from his one-way flight to uh, to Vegas. So, you know what? It's the Progression Series this week. So, uh, we've got the Progression Series boys. Ricky, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, I'm doing great. Yeah, even after that big loss in the Progression Series? Gate Crash was not kind to me. Gate Crash wasn't very kind in I, general. That's, that's just bad. I ran at the gate, and then I crashed right into it. You ever seen MXC? Yeah, of course. I, I you know I own seasons of that. <laughs> I also own seasons of MXC. Uh, but you know the the game where you run at the wall and hope the door is real. Yes, that's what happened to me uh, in the progression yeah. series. It was a fake door, very mm-hmm. similar to a tunnel painted on the wall. You just you just don't have the skills, right? Exactly. To I, succeed, I, I zigged when I should have zagged. I, that's right. I really hope Dragon's Maze gives me something to deal with Eddie and this guy. I, I just really hope you don't pick uh, Madcap Skills as your actual ban. I think I'm going to ban Madcap Skills. There's no, no. way. Because <laughs> I'm thinking now, like, oh, baby, if we go to Theros, we get Madcap Skills with Ethereal Armors? Like, I that didn't just open a single Boros Charm either. Oh, I opened two. So I'm thinking about Boros Charm and I'm thinking about Madcap Skills. See, I've got to ban Boros Charm so then when I lose again, I can unban Supreme Verdict so my Supreme Verdicts can land. Okay, fair enough. All right, well, we aren't here to just talk about the Pioneer Progression series. Um, also, real quick, though, how was is, how is the Vegas drive? I saw you stop at a bunch of game stores on the way back. I did. Uh, well, I mean, like, I sort of went to some in Vegas while we were there. Uh, uh-huh. Some were better than others. Um, the, talk to uh, me about the less than legal cart reproduction market. I mean, I think it's probably legal because... The Nintendo 64 rights are out, right? Uh-huh. So they're taking, like, the actual cards and, like, the chips from real N64 games and then just erasing them and uploading new ones on the on them. So it's fine, right? I mean, I'm, I didn't go to law school, so I don't know. Right. The, the patent might not be out, right? Oh, but, like... All I'm saying is if the cartridge fits, you must acquit or something. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well... You know, this week without Chris, we're just going to cover a bunch of deck lists. Uh, we've got two great challenges to go through. We're going to take get Ricky's take on Luris Watch, the ongoing Luris Watch, of course. Uh, then we're going to go back to actually a couple league decks from the last couple league dumps that we kind of skipped over that I think are really worth talking about, especially one pointed out by a community member. So I, of course, we're going to talk about that. And then, you know what? We totally forgot to talk about the no ban list doesn't slap submissions. And... Per community request, if you aren't part of the Discord, this should be an incentive to join the Discord. Uh, we have decided that this month's webcam event, which will happen on Saturday, March 19th, signups will be on the Discord by the time this episode goes up, will be no ban list pioneer. Same rules, no ban list pioneer except the fetch lands, but with the avid caveat of we are using the OG companion rules as well. Ooh, exciting. So, full proxy, no balance Pioneer except the fetch lands with original companion rule. Should be a lot of fun. Be sure to jump in and hang out for that. But, of course, before we talk about the Dozen Slap submission, before we talk about that sweet, sweet Pioneer metagame, we got to talk about what killed Magic this week, Ricky. Oh, yeah? What did it? Well, you know, the murder already happened. Star City Games already killed premium already killed their content creation but they weren't done yet they they before the ground was even cold they just decided to file the grave 
and tell you that there is no better time to sign up for premium than right now. Oh, yeah? What do I get with my premium subscription? Uh, well, you get questionable content, non-exclusive. It's all, you know, regular. I don't know if you've noticed that the two articles they were purporting and making a big deal out today were by Hofling and Ben Blewis. So we fire the content creators just to let the back office guys work. Um, and then I guess you get 5% off your order, which I don't think it's that much different than what it was to begin with for premium. So like, like the OG premium used to get it every time you went to a SCG event, you got a free month of premium. Uh-huh. <clears throat> it used to be 10% off of your order as well as the articles. And the articles were written by really good magic players at the time. Yes. I mean, there was once a time where Star City Games had so many good Magic players working for them, they had to form two Pro Tour teams. Yep. Uh, Star City Games Blue and Black. So that was uh, insane. They also, you know, had a former world champion riding for them up until, oh, today. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it, it. they're not Commander articles, so... Yeah, so, you know, uh, for those of you out there who still have Auto Renew on, maybe think about turning that off. I mean, honestly, though, to be real, can, we, can I be real for a second? Can I turn the, yeah, turn yeah. the chair backwards? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, let's, let's chat. Has anyone used Star City Games' website to order cards, like, in the past, like, five years? Uh, not regularly. Like, I don't want to, like, be that guy, but, like... Ordering cards on Card Kingdom is so easy. Not sponsored, by the way, but not they sponsored. Could. It's definitely uh, and, and TCG player. Honestly, their card optimizer is a little wonky, but you can play with it a lot, and you can get what you want from TCG player. It's not too hard to like find what you want. Usually, never pick the direct option. TCG player direct is usually like right. twenty bucks more. Right, right. But you know, it's from one, it's from one seller, so I guess there's convenience in that. But like, God, Star City Games website is such a pain to navigate. It's very hard to filter your options. It's very hard to add cards to cart. You're not really sure what you've added to cart. Uh, Like, I think if your cart gets too big, then, like, the little floating cart thing just sort of breaks the website. Um, And their prices are bad if they have anything in stock at all. Yeah, I mean, like, even when there's a sale, right, it's always just like, this is, like, a dollar off. I guess that's a sale. And the sales are even hard to, like, dig through because, like, it, it's a whole new queue of the sale, alphabetical, and you really can't – you can't, like, search through just the sale stuff. Like, there's no search bar through the sale stuff, so you have to, like, go through page after page of weird stuff. I, I just – search the games, you're old, you know? Nobody listens to techno. Instead of paying $1,000 for a red ink Hidetsugu, how about you pay $1,000 to have people write competitive articles for you again? Oh, man, I saw somebody crack the green one. Ooh. You see the person that cracked the green one and had a giant dent in it? Oh, no! <laughs> yeah. There's a draft this Sunday. Yeah. In uh, in San Antonio here for the gold one. Even those are going for a couple hundred bucks. Those are, like, going for, like, two to three hundred dollars. I'm just like, we're gonna show up and see if we can spike this draft. Yeah. So, wish me luck on that. Yeah, of course, good luck on that. So yeah, Star City Games, at least Channel Fireball, they realized they were getting old. Channel Fireball's website is also not great. Um, but they were like, hey, we're not good at this anymore. We'll let you guys do it, right? 
Yeah, we'll just become knockoff TCG players. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, not not to start a war, but you know, Star City Games just sort of doesn't. They don't have it anymore. Yeah, maybe they never had it. Not to start anything, but like once again, we'll shill for who's ever going to give us money. Right, right, right. If Star City Games wants to sponsor us tomorrow, this won't air. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, Card Kingdom is. I, I honestly just order there, even if their prices aren't the best, because it's just so easy to order from them. I will, unless like CK is missing just like too many cards for my order, I will always go through them. Then it's TCG Player. Like those are the two places I go now. Uh, all right. Well, otherwise, besides that, obviously a bit of a follow up to our talk on uh, with Chris last week about the midweek Magic Blast of the past where we had not Pioneer. Well, we are doubling down on not Pioneer on Arena because the next midweek Magic, or not the next, it's the one at the end of the month, is going to be, hey, every card that was standard legal from our TR forward, that's the format. Just give us Pioneer already, you cowards. No, they don't know how. You're right. It's they're just like Sakurai and Melee. They can't make it again. Right. It, it's impossible. Like, uh, can I, I can't go back. I know all the Kaladesh cards are here, that they were in the game, but we can't just like make them available. Oh no, the Kaladesh ones are because we had Kaladesh Remastered. Remember? But yeah, but not every Kaladesh card I don't think is is available in that set. Oh, you're right. There's still a couple missing. Right. Not that there are cards that would matter, but I mean, just saying, like they have all those cards and all the Almanket and Hour cards that aren't in there. Yeah. Like, I mean, just, you know, maybe, you know, pay a couple of people with all these, with all these record profits, right? And, uh, and get some cards programmed into your, oh, but the AI system, you see, it's an AI system that does the rules. So we can't just give it cards. It has to learn the cards. It has to learn the cards. Well, then teach it. No AI left behind, Ricky. Yeah. Meanwhile, Master Duel. Killing it. Did you talk about the uh, the Exceed Festival and like how did it. And then it gave you 50 free booster packs if you played the Exceed Festival? It's so ridiculous. And then there's like a $2,000 prize trios tournament going on. There are so many just like free tournaments with prize money on the line for, for, for Master Duel. It's ridiculous. Right. Absolutely insane. Arena, get your ish together. We used to say Wizards Meanwhile, Fix Your Game. But, like, you know, Kamigawa, pretty sweet set. And, like, uh, we've had some pretty sweet sets as of late. Yeah. So I'm not going to say fix your game about that. Fix your foils. They're pringling. I'm just, like, people are like, oh, I've got all these foils of the new lands. And I'm like, I don't want a single foil. It's so weird. It's like I feel like we're going backwards. Like, for a couple sets now, they were doing good. But now I just got some singles. And I'm just like, are we going backwards in pringle quality? Yo, I. What happened? I went to the Digimon pre-release this weekend. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? I won. Nice. Uh, uh, but, uh, like, all the foil cards in that game, they're not bending. I left them unsleeved in my big deck box, the ones that I didn't play yeah. for my sealed pool. I just left them in there, in my car, hung out with friends, took them in, in the middle of the night. You know what? They weren't Pringled. They're just fine. You know what? All, all my Pokemon foils that are just sitting in a tin in a drawer, they're still good. Yeah. The... It's absurd, like, how bad, like, these cards, like, bend. It's just sort of like, please. And they'll, like, bend other cards, too. The worst is Commander Legends. Even the non-foils Pringle in Commander Legends for some reason. Look, that's that's how we get record profits. Yep, this is how we do it. All right, well, speaking of record profits, let's talk about record Pioneer metagames and just how great it is 
take a look at these challenge results, shall we? Oh, yeah. All right. It's on Saturday's challenge. In eighth place, we have Claudio with Azorius Control. Uh, in seventh place, we have Joker 10289 with Blue Red Phoenix. In sixth place, we have Quiniac with uh, a deck I'm excited to talk to you about, Ricky, in a new take on Boros Burn. I think people are calling it Hot Shot Burn. We'll come back to this one. In fifth place, we have Bullwinkle 6705 with Is It Phoenix. Fourth place, we have Vanilla James with Niv to Light. Third place, we have McWin Sauce on Rakdos Blood. Second place, we have Loggery Time on Rakdos Blood. And in first place, we have Romzamela 7 on good old-fashioned Mono Green. Planeswalkers or Beats? Oh, we Planeswalkers. Oh, yeah, we are. All right. Let's talk. Uh, let's work. Start at number eight and work our way up. We got Azorius Control by Claudio. Bringing in that watering up where Chris and I talked about last week. Put in March of Otherworldly Light to good work. What, what playing the one farewell? Get all of those artifacts, all those auras out of here. What do you think about the updates to uh, Zorius Control here, Ricky? Um, I like March of Otherworldly Light. It's not like you don't want to be pitching cards to it, mm-hmm. but like you can when you need to, and that's what's important. And it exiles anything, mm-hmm. well, artifact creature or enchantment. You can't exile planeswalkers, but you know. Yeah. I'm liking it because I've been testing it in the Grease Fang deck. The rest of this seems pretty dope. Uh, only two Shark Typhoon. Cutting down on the actual win cons I see, but I guess Wandering Emperor can. Uh, wa- Wandering Emperor is so impressive, right? I mean, you know, now instead of just like end of turn playing a draw spell or making a shark, now end of turn we get to flash in the Wandering Emperor, make a 2-2, untap, make it bigger, make another 2-2. Wandering Emperor just gives this deck so much power now, I feel like, especially at your opponent's end step. Right. We got the one of Ijongo. But I don't see a one of uh, Noah Otawara. Otawara, which I feel like I would play for sure as a one of. I mean, we can bounce our own, you know, planeswalkers with it, save them. I mean, you play so many planeswalkers that Otawara can become one mana. Yeah. Oh, exactly. So I just feel like, especially like I would be playing Otawara. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And you get uh, pathways also. Just letting you know, those are getting up there. You want to snag yeah. those? Those uh, those Kaldheim. The four Kaldheim flip-flop lands, mm-hmm. they're getting up there. Watch them. They're good. They are good. Um, and, of course, you know, Memory Deluge over Dig. How are you How are you coming around on Deluge, or are you still on the Dig? I have not played a deck that plays Memory Deluge. I am a, I'm a dig-through-time kind of guy. Okay. I mean, I think the big thing here is we're, we're not on Consider, so that definitely slows down our Dig ability. Right. Uh, seventh place, Phoenix here, nothing... Uh, Nothing really spice here. We got uh, sixth place though. Let's talk about the hot shot burn deck list. If you haven't seen this going around, I know some people are playing it, including you know like Connorman, uh, a guest we previously had on the show. When we were campaigning Lars of the Dream Den. We have one Bowmat Courier, four Hot Shot Mechanic, four Inventor's Apprentice, four Reinforced Ronin, four Toolcraft Exemplar, four Bernard Epicure, four Play with Fire, four Boros Charm, four Shrapnel Blast, four Skewer the Critics, four Portable Hole and a Boros mana base to go along with it. This is hot. It's just a bunch of, you know, cheap dudes that we can all sack to Shrapnel Blast. Right. I mean, like, Reinforced Ronin, finally seeing some play. Inventor's Apprentice, that's a Kurt Ape. It's been a long while waiting. Yeah. Toolcraft Exemplar, also great to see that, seeing more play, too. I like this deck a lot. Shrapnel Blast gives you so much reach. You have so many options to sack. 
Yeah, five, I'm into this. Five is a lot more damage than three or two. Oh yeah. What do you what do you think though? Is this is this deck enough to eclipse Boros Burn in general? So like the thing about this though, right? Okay. This has a worse Phoenix matchup because you don't have yeah. the Eidolons, right? Okay. You're not even playing them in the sideboard. It doesn't look like they, they don't care at all about the Phoenix matchup. Yeah, we're just we're just gonna board in like Deafening Silence and stuff like that, right? Right. But I don't know. I, I went and I went and played some Pioneer yesterday. I wanted to play my sweet new Grease Fang deck, but the only store that really sells singles here in San Antonio was closed on Monday and Sunday, which is when I was back. Oh no! And nobody had Parhelions just sitting around in their bulk boxes. So yeah, uh, I had to wait. What game shop is closed on a Sunday? So I had to play Phoenix. Oh, woe is me! I had to play Phoenix, and uh, let me tell you, these people out here playing playing Deafening Silence—it's not enough. I know you bring in Deafening Silence. Do you think I am dumb? I'm siding out my phoenixes. If you're playing white, you're going to bring in Deafening Silence. I understand this. I don't think it's enough. I think you should play at least Eidolons in your sideboard here. That's my personal opinion on Deafening Silence. I I mean, you know, you play it because you just have it for other matchups, right? I'm not playing Deafening Silence on my sideboard of humans for Phoenix. I'm playing it for uh, Hidden Strings and like Ascendancy. You just oh, happen to get cro- caught in the crossfire. That's true. It's really good against those decks. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of these Phoenix lists have been cutting down to just Phoenixes. Mm-hmm. That feels spooky. Where's your thing in the ice? Where'd you put it? Well, it's, it's still in the ice. We haven't... We, where, where's the caveman? Yeah, right? where's the caveman? I, I mean... If he's the sheriff. Remember we were talking about banning thing in the ice and now we're just not even playing it? Did we just assume yeah. that happened? I just, I would keep playing thing in the ice, but that's me. Yeah. Well, I mean, fifth place here, Bullwinkle, no thing in the ice, like just like you're talking about. Uh, fourth place here, Vanilla James, Niv to Light, nothing really uh, nothing really fancy here, playing March of the Otherworldly Light with the deck. That's cool, that's cool. Culling Ritual has been a big pickup for a lot of these mid-range decks. Um, you know, getting to blow up the ores alongside, getting to blow up ghost form alongside the, the light pause is a good way to get rid of it for good. Right. Uh, let's talk about second, third place here. Rakdos blood. Um, second is hot. Third, third place here. Uh, oh, we're on slightly different builds here. Oh, this person's playing in bus, uh, implement of combustion. Yeah, let's... All right, so third place, we have McWin Sauce on the full ep, four Epic here, four Blood Tithe Harvester kind of uh, build here. And then second place is the no creature build besides the one of Croxa. We're on Synthesizer. Is that the... What's the... What else we got here that's different? Four Fatal Push, four Thoughtseize, two Coligans Command. Huh. Okay. I mean, but yeah, I mean, Oni Cole Anvil, we, we've talked about a bunch here. It's just a one-card... Of cat oven combo, right? Um, do you, do you like implement of combustion? For those that don't know, of course, implement of combustion, uh, single one mana for an artifact. Uh, when it is the battle, when when it is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, draw a card and has a red sacrifice it, deal one damage to a player. But we're sacking only called anvil for sacking a deadly dispute. That's just cards in our hand, right? Um, I, I mean, as cool as an extra to Terraria, I like how. Uh, Logary Time is playing for Trarian, and they liked it so much, they wanted to play two Implement of Combustion. Uh-huh. 
the one damage to a player is not going to matter, I don't think. How do you feel about cutting Epicure and Harvester, though, from the deck? That doesn't feel right to me at all. I, I know. I will say I like cutting Crocs from the deck. Uh, because one number one, it saves me from buying a Croxa. Um, and then I just have to cry about buying two Meat Hook Massacres, which I will unfortunately probably end up doing. Uh, don't tell Merrily about this, please. So here's the thing, right? Yeah. I think that all these Rakdos Bloodless are sweet. Mm-hmm. But you're missing the best card you could be playing in this deck. What's that? Herald of Anguish. Oh, but then we can't play Luris. I don't though. care about playing Luris. Let's play some Herald of Anguish. That card okay. is so sweet. And like with Blood Fountains in the list, I like Blood Fountain way more than I like Implant of Combustion. But with Blood Fountain in the mix, we can do some crazy stuff. Like, let me tell you, you can have this guy down super early. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, Black Black and Five for a 5 5 flyer with Improvise. At the beginning of your end step, so the turn you play him, get to your end step, your opponent has to discard a card from their hand, um, and then you can sack artifacts to give creatures minus two, minus two until end of turn. Very crazy card. Should see more Seems play. pretty good. Also, Battle at the Bridge is also an insanely good card. I mean, that's a card. These these All these Artifact Matters cards, when you think about it after New Capenna, we're going to have potentially two Artifact Matters environments. You think... New Capenna is also going to be Artifacts? No, but I think, like, you have... Dominaria won't be as much Artifacts. There's going to be a lot of good Artifacts. And but then Brothers, Brothers War, War... Yeah. Like, 120% Brothers War is going to be the Artifact set. Yeah. You know, my only my only hope for New Capenna is we get the rest of the Triumphs. That's my big hope for New Capenna. The Triumphs? The Triumphs. Oh, the Triumphs. Yeah. My big hope for New Capenna is that we get... Uh, like a Rolls Royce car. Okay, I don't know. There's like some leaked art of like a demon driving like this super, like, 1930s hot rod car. Uh huh. And I that's all I want now is I want like some stupid like 1920s like old like slick gangster yeah. car. That's what I like, want. I just have to say I'm really bummed that we don't have the early access events anymore because i was gonna like get dressed the nines for new capenna oh man we were gonna actually bootleg alcohol in your apartment for new capenna <laughs> i i mean i don't want to say it but i might be marrying into a moonshining family oh man <laughs> but either way i think this deck is only gonna get good or only gonna get better sorry yeah it's already good <laughs> yeah already good uh, pick up your, like, Culligan's Commands and your expensive cards in this uh, while you can. Just buy your Deadly Disputes. Just just drop the $10 bill and buy your Deadly Disputes. It's yeah. not getting cheaper. The card's insane. I hope they don't print it, like, more. Like, that card's already so, like, insanely broken. Yeah, yeah. No joke. All right, well, let's talk about first place here. This is a Rom's, spicy list. Rom's and Mela 7. We got four Elvish Mystic, four Llanowar Elves, three Fracious Hydra, four Old Growth Troll, one Sorak the Hunt Collar, four Cavalier Thorns, one Big Daddy Gargs, four Kiora Behemoth Beckoner, four Karn the Great Creator, two Nissa Who Shakes the World, one Vivian the Monster's Advocate, three Cobbs of Storm the Festival, three Oath of Nissa. And I will tell you right now, uh, if you listen to this the day this video, this episode goes out, um, we had to push back the stream for this week. I'll be streaming this deck on Friday, going through a league. Just 
it playing Storm the Festival? Storm the Festival. Oh, baby, we're going to put so many big things in. I or mean, like, I want to cheat at Big Daddy Gar. Well, you know, don't put that out there. Right, right, right. I mean, like, yo, Kiora untapping our Nykthos? <laughs> or your Castle Garen Brig. Yeah. We're just going to pop off. And, of course, you know, you have the usual uh, Karn sideboard here. But it has been quite a while since we've seen mono green planeswalkers come back what do you what do you think makes it so different this time what what makes now the time i don't know if now is exactly the time but i think that uh you know nobody else was doing it that's for sure Sure. (laughs) um this list is way hotter than the normal list i kiora i don't don't see kiora i don't ever see storm the festival right yeah this is this is some hot 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 stuff i honestly think that we got there right off the back of Karn's passive probably I think that Karn's passive can steal a lot of wins right now with all the blood decks running around <laughs> I mean look at second second and third yeah second and third place are sad blood decks right yeah uh, let's see here uh, second and third um 15th 17th that's four 19th five plus where did all the insoles go 36 like yeah they're well I, it's you know, equipments and stuff so yeah i just yeah this is a way to punk the artifact meta that's for sure yeah so i'm just saying like i think this deck is always sweet but i think that karn was extra sweet in this meta mm-hmm. like it was a good call um to play karn the all the other artifact decks want to also play karn but like this is the best uh you know do I buy two Meat Hook Massacres or four Nykthos? Let's get you through that wedding first. <laughs> hey, I mean, look, we just put in our final headcount. We just saved like $1,000 on our alcohol because we had you know, not enough, like, we really cut back on RSVPs. So, nice, you know. Nice, nice. That's money to burn for magic cards. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, no, this is a hot deck. I like this. This is what Pioneer's about. It is. Like, seeing just, like, the wonkiest stuff just, like, take off and spike a tournament. Yeah. Do you see the well, one of Hornet's want... Nest in the sideboard? Yeah, we're going to block some big stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. Do we have a way to fight? We don't have a fight spell, do we? Nah. Uh, does Vivian fight? No. I mean, we're just going to block. Yeah, fair enough. What 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 is your light pause going to do when you get to make, like, 17 angry <laughs> bugs? <laughs> I mean, fly, because, you know, it has Grishboon, but... Oh, yeah. I forget Hornet's Nest doesn't have Reach. Crazy, though, in this top eight, no Insole and no Auras. I mean, we really saw Insole drop off last week, too, and I, I think, like, the big Insole rally was just off the back of we got to play with a bunch of hype new cards, right? And I do think Auras is good. I think or- people are just, like, prepared for the Auras matchup. Because you have to be. Right. Do you see in 14th place here? I was I was going to talk about 14th place. What do we got in 14th place, Ricky? We got green, white auras. Yeah, MJ23. And this is... Plains uh Lesney auras. This is some uh, more... When you think of uh, boggles. We've got Glade mm-hmm. Cover Scout and Basara Tower Archer with Hexproof. Yeah. Hopeful Eidolon, which seems wrong. Um... I don't think this is the right card that they meant to play. 
maybe I think it, it's life. It's lifelink. Maybe it is right. You don't you don't need protection when you got uh, right. hexproof guys, right? My question is: Does this card count as an aura in the deck? Can we tutor for it? No, it's a creature of the deck. Okay, but uh, then we've got Cartouche Solidarity, Ethereal Armors, Griff Spoon, Sentinel Eyes, one six cents, which is pretty sweet. We get six cents. Uh, all that glitters in four season of growth, uh, which is also going to let you draw extra cards. Yeah. So, so essentially, just green SRAM. We don't get to attack with it, but right. less removal for it. You also get to play Besaju in this build, which is sweet. Yep. Which are now Besaiju, $27. Dramokas Command buy, is buy. pretty hot in the sideboard. Oh, yeah. Definitely buy. Um, They're not going to. I Honestly, I feel like a lot of the lands are priced to buy. All of them, I think, are priced to buy right now. I think the black one is undervalued at three dollars. Mm-hmm. That's like sweet. Anything else you saw that was really particularly uh, spicy? Eighteenth place, we have SG Cyrus uh, with the mono green Eldrazi ramp deck, um, and then if you come on down to twentieth place, uh, there's the Insul deck, um, and then twenty eighth place, Rainbow Dash sixty nine on uh, mono white legendaries. It's kind of fun. We have the mono white book deck. Oh man, Kodai Soul of Kamigawa is a two up. Yeah, Angel of Grace. What does this do? Damage that would yeah, okay. This is a weird deck. Yeah, I mean it's just it's just like a book combo deck, right? Uh, but that's that's really it for this one. Let's move on over to Sunday. Uh, and of course, if you want to hear all these decks, if you want to look at all these decks yourself, I link these below in the description, make them easier to find for everyone. All right, on Sunday's challenge, eighth place, we have Bill Sieve on Rakdos Blood. Seventh place, we have Kinepis 16 on Abzan Grease Fang. We'll come back to this. Sixth place, we have Runeskjold, uh, Runes Kjold, or just Runeskjold on Hidden Strings. Uh, fifth place, we have Iaki 91 on Niv to Light. Fourth place, we have Juju Bean 2004 on Azor- on Is it Phoenix? Azorius Phoenix. Azorius. Uh, third, we have Nap Dark Mage MJM on Azorius Control. Uh, second place, we have Psycho Titan on Bant Spirits. And then in first place, we have DM4X on Is it Phoenix? Uh, time to, time to, bruh, time won to the, bust Won that the- Phoenix and uh, Spirits matchup, man. That That's a fun matchup, by the way. Oh, yeah. I've played it. Uh, I know. We've played it a lot. Um, I've been talking to uh, some some friends that may or may not be content creators, and they've been asking a lot about the Bant Spirits versus Is It Phoenix matchup. And I'm like, that's probably one of the most fun matchups in uh, in Pioneer. Yeah. Just because of how much, how much stuff can happen at instant speed, how big the stack can get. Sure. Um, nothing really. I mean, we've talked about a lot of these decks. Uh, we have to talk about Abzan Grease Fang. So let's talk about seventh place here, Abzan Grease Fang. Uh, four Stitch Supplier, four Sander Wayfinder, four Grease Fang Okiba Boss, one Skyclap Apparition, one Tasker of the Golden Fang, two Sorn Vengeful Blood Lord, three Fatal Push, four Thoughtseize, two Can't Stay Away, four Grizzly Salvage, three Bloodfound, two Asikas Chariot, four Parhelion Patrol, and 22 lands. So Ricky, uh, oh, four Color Ritual on the board, by the way. We are not losing to Auras today. Oh my god. Uh, I mean, what do you think? What do you, like, so obviously, you know, with Esper, we kind of get to play a poor man's control deck while just filtering our draws for our combo. Here we're playing just a poor man's mid-range deck uh, that can oops into the combo with can't stay away even if we mill it over. 
What do you think? Which which version do you like better? This list is hot. The Sorin is a little weird. The is it just to reanimate Grease Fang again? It's it's just another way to animate Grease Fang. Yeah, I gotta say, I love playing Stitcher Supplier and Seder Wayfinder, but I think the blue one is a lot more fun. Uh huh. Um, the blue build lets you play Tezzeret, and Tezzeret's the truth. Yeah, but this gets to play the Vanga Bus. <laughs> it does play. It does play Blood Fountain. Uh huh. Which is also a card that I am in love with. I can't stay away is really cool. And it plays Tassiger. Mm-hmm. Grizzly Salvage. Yeah. Look, I, w- I was with you, but the Discord has got me changing my mind. I'm definitely, this isn't my shortlisted decks to try out. And I loved playing Esper Grease Fang when I was playing it on stream. I'm going to stick with the Esper build. Uh-huh. I'm going to stick with the Esper build for now. I like I like this. I don't think this is a bad deck, right? Okay. I'm also surprised Perhelions are holding at 50 cents. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, maybe, you know, I'll I'll have this finished by the time come the wedding and we can have the Esper versus Zabzan match. Mm-hmm. The, we'll have the three-way at Sacrifice. Will Kurt Angle be there? Uh, you know what? He did RSVP for the wedding. Oh, good, good, good. I was hoping he would show up. I hear yeah, that he yeah. already knows. I know. I just hope he doesn't object. <laughs> I don't think I could take him still. Also, culling rituals are hilarious. Culling ritual is so good. And then cast something stupid. Then cast your Barhillion off of the mana you get from culling yeah. ritual. That's right. <laughs> you know what? You, you know what does, does another sideboard? I don't think we really talked about, but I love right now because uh, I'm really like I'm giving this stuff to play Rakdos Blood because might as well right if I already have the Rakdos mana base. Right. Exactly. Um, uh, dude, the the best card I love right now is um. Oh, what's it called? The it's the Rakdos saga that Hidetsugu you just exile. Claims all. Hit, yeah, it consumes all. That first thing just exiles all your opponent's blood tokens. <laughs> For the mirror match. Yeah. Oh man. Well, not the mirror match. I mean, I'm just playing it in the mid. I wouldn't play it in the blood deck, but I'm playing it in the mid range sideboard. Oh man, that's hot. That's hot right there. Is what that is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. All right. All right, let's come on down to 10th place. We well, have we the Wymerare. Still got to climb What's up? What's up? Oh, what do you want to talk about? Wait, look at this Azorius control list. Uh, we're playing Elspeth? We're playing three Wandering Emperor. Okay, so we're playing an additional Wandering Emperor. We're playing Emperor. Elspeth's Son's Champion. Okay, we're playing 10 that, Planeswalkers. <laughs> Elspeth's Son's Champion is some good old-fashioned magic. That's some. That's some disrespectful magic is what that is. Well, that's uh, that's a card that we can pitch to otherworldly to otherworldly light, also, or we just win the game with it. Can Can I also point out that we are playing one Castle Ardenvale, two Castle Vantress, one Ijanko, right? One uh-huh. Gyre Reach Sanitarium, one Hall of the Storm Giants, and one Odawara. Yeah, and two Field of Ruin. There's so much utility in these lands. <laughs> So, dude, the, I I am so wary of playing against Field of Ruin right now that I, like, everyone, make sure you're playing at least two to three basics yeah. because you will get Field of Ruin and you don't want to get caught with your pants down. Right, exactly. Um, I think this is just – I like this. This is a cool control list. Ten Planeswalkers is hot. And that's a lot of, that's a, that's a lot of win conditions. I love it. The other list we were looking at was playing, like, seven? Yeah. Play 10. Play Elspeth's Sons Champion. Blow your opponent out. 
Minus that Elspeth. Blow up all their guys. And then uh, we got pretty stock standard uh, Bant Spirits here. Yeah. Uh, we're not playing any Counterspells main. We're just going. Nah, we don't have to. We got Coco for the... We're all right. The, the, we're also not playing the uh, the Catildas. Oh, yeah. No Catildas. Can... Uh, Cerulean Drake in the board, though. Dude, I got blown out by these Cerulean Drakes. Yeah? Yeah. I was playing Tribal Chandra's, and I can't answer uh, them. They put, like, yeah. Curious Obsessions on them, and I was just like... Oh. All right. Um, and then can we look at top top place, first place? Uh, yeah, well, I I mean, okay, but if we do that, I have to push the button. You push that button. I don't care. We're playing right. Thing in the Ice, baby, and you'll win. See what happens when you play your Thing in the Ice? That's why we need to ban it. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's ban Luris <laughs> first. <laughs> but, what do you think? I mean, like, obviously we didn't go into it as much as the last challenge, but I talked a lot about it with Chris, and I'll, I'll, I'll hit the button for Luris Watch for sure. Where are you at on Luris right now in the format? I mean, obviously, right. I don't think it's as bad in Pioneer as it is in other formats. I mean, you have people calling for just the bans of every companion outright. Um, where, where do you stand on Luris right now? All right. Real talk? Real talk. Is it... Off the record. All right. Is it... Is it overpowered? No. Is it annoying? Like, to play against... No. Uh, does it detract from my fun in the game that I'm playing? No. Uh, should it get banned? Yes. Uh, it's annoying. I just don't like that it restricts so many cards. Like, everybody just wants to play Luris. And I, I don't know if, like, it actually needs a ban. Hopefully they just print enough good three mana cards that it will ban itself, right? Sure. But, like, the thing is, Magic is a game where you're trying to always control your variants as much as possible. And Luris will always let you control your variants. And because you're also playing two drops, uh, you don't get hit as hard with your with like the mana floods and the mana screws. So I just think in general, Luris isn't really doing anything overpowered, but it sort of homogenizes the format because people are just playing Luris rather than play anything that costs three mana or more. Sure. I and think so, it's totally I think we will just eventually hit a hit like a too many good three drop and four drop cards mm-hmm. that people will stop playing Loris. It's not as True. bad as modern. Modern Loris needs to be just banned outright, just straight up for the health of the sure. format. But uh, I think it's it's coming soon. I, I keep an eye on your cats. Loris is going going bye bye soon. I think that's my thoughts on Loris. All right. Well, good thoughts on Loris, and I'm, I'm pretty sure in agreement, honestly. I mean, like, I always say whenever I play my own Luris, it either gets Thoughtseize out of my hand or it dies right away, which is probably good because it has to, right? Right. Well, you know it's coming. So, like, if you get down to it and you're, like, you barely stabilize but they've got Luris, you didn't really stabilize. Like, in order to stabilize against the Luris deck, you need to stabilize the board and then have an answer for Luris. Mm -hmm. So, that's my opinion. Yep. All right, well, 10th place... Uh, like I said, Waymaria Republic with Mono Black Agar, one of the just mainstays of the Pioneer format, no matter when you're playing, right? Uh, we're picking up Graveyard Trespass. We're playing two Blade of the Onis. No uh, no Mukutai Soul Reaper, which I think is fine. I do think you need, like, the blood tokens and stuff like that to make Mukutai really worth it. 
Um, but I do love still a Blade of the Oni here. Uh, Graveyard Trespasser, great success. Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing really much going on besides that. Seventeenth uh, or fourteenth place, seventh profit playing that mono white legendary deck again. Sixteenth place though, we do have to pause on this deck. I owe an apology to the Discord. I might have said some bad things about Golgari, uh, uh, but Exotic Itcherman is uh, making me apologize here with the 16th place finish with Golgari mid-range. We have four Grim Flayer, two Scavenging Ooze, four Graveyard Trespasser, two Murderous Rider, one Nissa Vastwood Seer, three Tireless Tracker, two Gol- Vrasco Golgari Queen, two Pumpkin Spice Lattes, four Fatal Push, four Thoughtseize, four Abrupt Decay, for Reckoner Blank Buster, and you know what? This deck's hot, and uh, I kind of want to play it. This is not a bad deck. Yeah. It's a little bit of a pile, but it's a good pile. You know what I mean? They, like, Tireless Track and Graveyard Trespasser are just going to win games. Yeah. There's, like, what? I mean, turn one, you're playing a Fatal Push or a Thought Seize, right? Mm-hmm. Reckoner Bank Buster is an insane card. I'm glad I picked up a alt art of that. Those things are a little annoying to track down, honestly. Yeah. Um, and then we got Calling Rituals in the sideboard. Pick up your Calling Rituals if you don't already. Wow, there are, I, I guess Commander plays them, right? That why they're yeah, that's why they're, they're like $3 a copy. Three whole dollars. I will but never financially recover from this. I know. Uh, and then 20th place, uh, sorry, 19th place, we have... Uh, Abzan Abzan Grease Fang. Fang. Um, in 17th place, we have Mono White um, in Soul. In Soul Light, I don't know, however you, yeah. however you want to call it, really. Um, 27th and then, place. What's, what we got in 27th place? Song of Creation. Oh, yeah, yeah, by Banana Anonymous. Yeah. Yeah, Chris and I had a chance to talk about this last week, I think. Uh, so we have four Ornithopter, four Stone Quill Serpent, three Kinnon, Bonder Prodigy, Two Thassa's Oracle, one Reality Trip, uh, three Emery Lurker of the Lock, one Void Snare, four Deadly Dispute, four Mox Amber, one Bag of Holding, two Moon Snare Prototype, four Springleaf Drum, four Witches, one, four Witching Well, one Wishclaw Talisman, and four Song of Creation. So obviously, we talked about this last time with Chris. Um, what do you what do you think about the combo here? I which is the win con just being yeah. Uh, eventually, we win with Thassa's Oracle. <laughs> this is this deck is very funny. Uh, I like this deck a lot. Moonstar Prototype is a card that I was really close to putting on the Pioneer list. Um, this card's sweet. This whole deck is sweet. Um, I think, is Mox Amber the actual factual most expensive card in Pioneer? Um, let's see here. No, because they are $40 a copy, and um, Great Henge and Meat Hook Massacre edge it out by a couple bucks. Nice. Good for you, Great yep. Engine Meat Hook Massacre. Yep. Jeez. I thought about picking up a Mox Amber. I saw saw one for trade recently, and I almost picked it up, but then I sort of like stopped and was like, I, do I want to find three more? I mean, you could have give you could have gotten it and I would have traded you for it. I need one more. Uh, I'll, I might I might I might go back and find that guy and, and pick it up. Alright. If you do, let me know. I'll let you know. Alright. Uh, hey, 20th place, there's your Orzov Auras. But that will do it for the challenges for this week. Also, uh, 21st place, Marcio Matthew playing the Hot Shot Boros deck. Uh, a couple league decks I wanted to talk about real quick, though. Uh, this is from the league dump on the 24th. 
We have Rogues by Nerd Knee Reap. Uh, okay. I hope I said that one right. Uh, um, I've been looking at like some Rogues lists, let me tell you. Four Thieves Guild, Forester, Four Soaring Thoughts, Thief, uh, Three Brazen Borrower, Two Nighthawk Scavenger, Four Kato Shizuki. So we got kind of a, a bigger Rogues deck here, a lot more spell heavy here. One Blood Chiefs, there's Four Consider, Four Fatal Push, Four Thoughtseize, Four Giant Lock, Two Negate, One Murders Cut, One Treasure Cruise. So really cutting down on the creature package here to play Four Kato. What do you think of this build, Ricky? Kato is hot. Yeah? Kato's really hot. I want to play Glint Sleeve Siphoner. Yeah. Other than that, this deck is good. I just... Could we find the room for a Glint Sleeve Siphoner somewhere? Or like two? Is Nighthawk Maybe. Scavenger that good? But I do like cards like Takanuma. The card's way better than it looks. Especially when we're playing a Planeswalker to reduce the cost a bit. Yeah. Um... I, I like this list. This is a sweet list, that's for sure. Uh, and then next list I want to talk about. We definitely missed this one. This is a league dump uh, from last week that Chris and I uh, didn't get a chance to go over. We have mono-white vehicles. Uh, I believe um, Saffron Aldrich actually put up a video with either this exact list or a similar list. Uh, this mono-white vehicles build. We're getting we're companioning one gigant, the Wellspring, four hotshot mechanic, three toolcraft exemplar, four giant ox, four ingenious smith, Two Karn Sign of Urza, four Armored Dangerous, four Colossus Consulate Dreadnought, four Colossal Plow, Force Peace, Walker Colossus, four Surge Hacker Mech, one Sky Sovereign Console Flagship. Uh, yeah, good old fashioned Model White Yacht Club with some new includes. What do you think? Uh, this deck costs no money. Like, look at the main board, right? Yeah. This deck costs, like, actual probably negative dollars. You could probably build this deck for, like, like, the Ingenious Smith and, like, the Karn are the expensive cards, right? I guess Consulate Dreadnoughts are, like, $2 each, right? Yeah. Um, I think this deck is super sweet and very easily buildable for no money. I, I think this should be up there for, like, one of those. Because, like, the pathways that you're playing is only so you can try to cast this Gigantha as your companion. Uh-huh. Which you don't even really need. I mean, yeah, you can play it, right? Why not? Are... Is the Crucible just to buy back, like, Treasure Vault? The Crucible of Worlds in the sideboard that literally yeah, is one-third of this deck's value? What are we doing with this Crucible here? Yeah, we're just buying back our Treasure Vault, it looks like. Or our Inventor's Fair. Or Inventor's Fair, yeah. Yeah, I'd say play this deck. This deck looks fun. Like, yeah. just, if you want to, just, like, man, just get these portable holes in the main somehow. Surge Hacker yeah. Mech is a card that's been impressing me. I've been playing it in my Esper Greasefang list. Uh-huh. And it's dope. It's just removal, you know? I, I'm excited to hear you come around on this card. Uh, Like, I do think Sky Sovereign might be a little bit better, but you know. I mean, it is. But it's also legendary. Right. I'm playing one Sky Sovereign, one Surge Hacker Mech, and one Bank Vault, Vault Buster, as well as my Perhelion, so. Uh-huh. All right, all right. Uh, and then, hey, here's another take on Rose, the bigger creature base this time uh, from the same league dump as the mono white deck. Uh, this is Rainbow Dash 69. Uh, we have four Merfolk Wind Robber, four Thieves Guild Enforcer, four Thousand Phase Shadow, four Moon Circuit Hacker, four Silver Fur Master, four Soaring Thought Thief, uh, two Biting Palm Ninja, one Nashi Moon Sage of Scion, one Xerath Tran- Sand, the Trickster. 
three Kato Shizuki, four Fatal Push, three Drive in the Lock, one Tyrant Scorn, and then our lands. What do you think? We got bigger, bigger creature base here. A lot more ninjas to go with our rogues. Uh, so we're kind of cutting down on how many triggers we get on our rogues here. What do you think, Ricky? I so on the last list didn't have enough creatures. Is this too many creatures? This list is too many creatures. <laughs> I don't like the ninja package here. It's mostly ninjas. It's not really even rogues anymore. Yeah. Like none of these are these ninja rogues. Let's see here. No, they're all ninjas. Rat ninja, human ninja, Murph uh, rat ninja, human ninja. Uh, I'm not sold on eight spells in my rogues deck, but it could I be. Mean, I'm not saying it's bad. Thousand face shadows interesting because if you have ways of getting it, like you can make extra thieves guild enforcers. I guess. I just would rather just play rogues. I just want to yeah. play blood sleeve siphoner. That's all I really want, you know? Yeah. Also, Urborgs are $31 now. I know. I thought I had one. I don't. Oh, oops. It is one of those cards you only ever need one of. Also, in the sideboard, we got this card I've literally never seen in my life called Katos, the Silent Spider. Oh, the the Decoration of Independence? When it enters the battlefield, exile target card other than a basic land card from an opponent's graveyard. Search that player's graveyard hand, so it extirpates? It's a 4-4 that extirpates? Yeah. Okay. But you can play one of the extirpated cards. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty Then the player shows the library for as long as you control Katose. You may play one of the exiled cards, and you may spend mana as though it were mana of any color to cast it. Hey, guess what? You don't get your combo piece anymore. I do. I'm pretty sure that's a trap, right? That's just only asking for your opponent to, like, bounce it and steal it back or something. I I don't know how they're going to... Yeah, I guess if it's a creature, right? Yeah, or somehow... I don't... I would just, like, never cast it. It's sort of like when you, like, stole, uh, like, Teferis or other, like, weird control element cards with your Gontis back in Standard. Yeah, and then your opponent bounced it with their own Teferi, so they just had a backup again. Yeah, you just never cast it, yeah. You're just sort of yeah. like, yep, I'm just going to leave that right there. And the Scarab God on the sideboard, like... Yeah. I mean, it's just a good card. Why Scarab God? Jeez, can we just reprint... We gonna see the Master Set just to reprint all these stupid, like, Commander cards. Well, you know, maybe Pioneer Masters won't suck. I mean, yeah, that's the dream, right? All right, well, Ricky, I as I think it's kind of it for the meta decks. Uh, we have a couple dozen slap lists to go over for no ban list. Are you ready to talk about those for I'm a little prepared. bit? I'm prepared. Right. Well, our first deck here is by Amal GG, and uh, he said, "You know what? Chris told me to follow my heart, so I did." We have no ban list in virtue. Now, let everyone know these were all submitted before Kamigawa was out, so these will not have any new Kamigawa cards. Um, we just kind of forgot to do these towards the end of January with everything going on. Um, but hey, we're here. We're talking about them now. Uh, we have no ban list in Virtue Truth. Uh, so we have four Thoughts of Oracle, four Verdict Truth, three Jace Wielder Mysteries, four Fatal Push, four Off, four Thoughtseize, two Sensor, two Drown Lock, two Thought Erasure, fourth Dig Through Time, two Omen of the Sea, some Lands here. Do we play any any different? Like, we're not even playing Consider here? I would play Consider here. I think this is just exactly their list from before the ban. I appreciate that, though. I appreciate it, but can we cut these Omen of the Seas and play some Considers? 
Yeah. Uh, for that, for that, this is gonna have to just get one slap. Just one slap. It slaps. We know it slaps. Scientifically proven to slap. Mathematically snap slaps. Uh, but okay. it's not gonna get me, you know, excited. Okay. All right. Well, how about um, this list by Pirate of Tales? We have Yori and Cat combo. And I want to see if you know what the problem with this deck is, Ricky. Uh, so we have four Gilded Goose, four Bonecrusher Giant, three Uro Titanaceous Wrath, four Felidar Guardian, four Narset Parter of Veils, four Oko Thief of Crowns, four Sahili Riot, four Teferi of the Time Raveler, four Once Upon a Time, four Oath of Nyssa, four Omen of the Seas, four Fires of Invention, and 33 lands. So we have 80 cards here. Are we a Yorian? Yeah, but do you see the problem with the deck list? Um, a lot of these Ricky? Ca- a lot of these cards Ricky? Are, what? Where's Where's the Yorian? Oh, yeah, the Yorian's not here, but that's fine. He lives in the sideboard. <laughs> He's There's no sideboard. That's fine. We well, forgot to put the Yorian in, Ricky. We know that the Yorian is here. It's in no, that. it's not here, though. Just like we thought the door was there. Oh, man. I think this deck is hot. Uh, this also plays probably the most banned cards. This, I think this is just how many of the banned cards can we play. Uh, and this deck works. Yeah. Uh, this deck is hot. I, I, I like this one a lot. This is, this is thinking with banned cards is what this is. <laughs> well, no Yorian though, so I'm out on this one. This is a wow. one slap for me. Wow. Man forgot to, got, you know, we forgot to write down... The Orion on the deck registration slip. But very clearly, Judge, there are 80 cards in the deck. I'm playing a Yorian. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not on the deck list. Oh, this is F&M. <laughs> Too bad. On the T.O. <laughs> what else we got? All right. Number three we have by Bridger. We have Once Upon a Field. Uh, so we oh, have. Oh, I already don't want to click this one. War, one Yorian Sky Nomad as our companion. Uh-huh. Four Arboreal Grazer. One Graph Reaver. Three Graveyard Trespasser. Three Tireless Tracker. Four Uro Titan Nature's Wrath. Two Blood Chief's Thirst. Four Fatal Push. Four Thoughtseize. Four Growth Spiral. Four Once Upon a Time. Two Go Blank. Four Hour of Promise. Three Ranger Class. Two Shark Typhoon. We got some lands. More importantly, we have four copies of. A field of the dead. God, this is cancerous. <laughs> uh, I like this. Yeah, right. God, death cap glade. Oh wait, no, no, no. Okay, that's the that's the. Okay, I don't know the names of that, those lands yet. I thought it was like sure. the comes into play tapped gain a life land. <laughs> we have to counteract the graph reaver trigger somehow. Right, right. I like the Graph Reaver, actually. Just being able to, like, kill off uh, some Planeswalker. I mean, we know there's going to be Okos and Teferi's. Exactly. So I think that, like, there's no way you don't need to be playing some uh, some Planeswalker hate here. Yeah. I dig this list. I don't think it's got as many banned cards as it could have. Also, I think that uh, all Where are of you... Okos at? All of everybody who participated in this should have put a sideboard with four Veil of Summer in it and nothing else. That's good. That's a good point. But I like this. This is hot. This is a, a lot of fun. And the card that I think definitely should have been banned the most is Field of the Dead. Not a fun card. Yeah. Everyone, everyone take notes for the uh, the no banless webcam in the middle of the month. Yeah. Don't forget Veil of Summer. Right. Your opponent goes to Mystical Dispute you, Veil of Summer. Yep. Draw a card instead. Yeah. Seems pretty good. 
All right, Ricky. Two decks left. You ready? Let's see him. Well, let's see All one of them. All right, this next one is done by Mild Pro. We have Crew 3, no ban list, cat combo. We got another cat combo deck here. Uh, we have four copies of Gilded Goose, four Felidar Guardian, four Omnath Lokes of Creation, four Oko Thief of Crowns. Huh, what's up? Technically, it's banned somewhere. Yeah. Four Sahili Rai, four Teferi Time Raveler, four Express Federation, four Once Upon a Time, four Oath of Nyssa, and 24 lands. So we have... This is uh, just a, Yeah, right? We're, so we cut the Orion, the Orion build. We're just playing just pure four-color good stuff combo. I think this deck is super sweet. I think that the Expressive Iteration is dope, for sure. Uh-huh. Um, like, between Othanissa and Once Upon a Time, you're going to have all your mana fixed and all your colors. And, like, Omnath is just a fun backup plan. Uh, mm. This deck seems very hot. I like this hand, this deck a lot. I mean, Omnath, like, if we get the, if we get the second trigger right, like, that just lets Oh, four Veil of Summer in the sideboard. This is the winner. This is the one. This is the winner? Look at, Do you remember you Veil this, of Summer? you see the sideboard with four Veil of Summer? Look, they get it. This is, this is the one. Mild Pro gets it. <laughs> all right here we go oh, last hold deck on. i gotta deduct points uh oh what are we deducting points for they're playing two fry in the sideboard and that doesn't kill oko uh or uh or yorian or sorry uh oh no or, uh uro uro oh uro yeah it doesn't kill uro uh or oko so nice hoser card wizards it needs to be burning hands right yeah burning hands Hey, these are all these write all these down. These are all tips for the for the uh, the webcam event. All right, Ricky, last deck, ban ban list. I feel like uh, green blue cards seem really popular in this format, huh? Green blue cards seem to be very good and banned. <laughs> all right, this one is by Fast Grim. We have one Yori in the Sky, no badass companion. Four Gilded Goose, four Lanor Elves, two Fay of Wishes, four Brazen Borrower, four Uro Titan Nature's Wrath. Four Oko Thief of Crowns, four Teferi Time Raveler, two Absorb, two Mystical Dispute, two Cell the Wreckage, two Fumigate, two Approach of the Second <laughs> Sun, four Portable Hole, four Oath of Nyssa, Wilderness, four Wilderness Reclamation. Uh, we got some Snow Cover Basics here, and our sideboard, No Veil of Summer, Ricky. There's a Mana Confluence in the sideboard. I mean, we can go get it with our Fan Wishes. Chris would pick this one. I've got a... Yeah. I got to give the Chris absentee vote because this one's got three night pack ambushers in the sideboard. Yeah. And Chris would play uh, this. Do we get enough value out of Wilderness Wreck here? Um, <laughs> the, the answer is going to be no because your opponent is going to be casting Teferi Time Raveler. <laughs> <laughs> so the answer is no, but I like that it's here. For no ban list, I just want someone to show up with just like the most honest, like mono black aggro just like just classic mono black aggro there's no shark typhoon to really like abuse the wilderness reclamation yeah i like this list though it's a hot list uh-huh i got fey of wishes so what can we wish for we can't wish for veil of summer which is unfortunate we go get uh elspeth commits tax fraud or ugin uh or mystical dispute or ashiok and then a lot yeah. of cards that we can't tutor for oh the mana confluence is a tutor target for brazen bar yeah that's what i said yeah, I guess so. That's fine. All right, Ricky. So uh, we got these five deck lists. Which slaps the hardest? Mild Pro. For for every Veil of Summer? Well, for just like, as far as like cohesive decks go, I think that Mild uh-huh. Pro's deck has the 
biggest like plan. I think uh-huh. the only thing that could have changed is maybe switch the Omnath for um, the Uro. But I okay. think it's fine without it. I don't think you really need the Uro. Omnath is just as good. Um, I mean, Omnath activation is just a Felder Guardian for free. Right, exactly. Uh, and we got Veil of Summer in the sideboard. So, I mean, that's just broke. Yeah, I, I agree. Malpros deck is good. Uh, I like Bridger's uh, bringing back Field the Dead is such cancer. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I love the nod to knowing people are going to play Planeswalker. So, like, we have the Graph Reaver. Right, exactly. I mean, there's so many broken Planeswalkers here. That yeah, we so I, I love... I love... We're clearly thinking with the no banless metagame in mind. Right. Uh, I think that... Yeah, no, all these were good. Um, and yes, there is a Yorian here. We get it. Uh, but that being said, I think that Tyrant of Tales gets beaten out by Mild Pro just a little bit. Even though you have more banned cards, which is exciting. Um, yeah. I think that just, like, the... <laughs> the focus of Mild Pro and the Veil of Summer is really honestly the Veil of Summer is just really are what getting are what are getting Mild Pro here. Yeah, everyone forgets just how gross Veil of Summer was. Man, I, I'm never gonna forget like showing up to like Eldraine pre-release and somebody told me like this card's gonna get banned in every format. And I was just like, let me read this again. Oh yeah, I was too busy playing Hogax when M20 came out that I, I didn't uh, I didn't pay attention. It's just like, Veil of Summer is just such, like, a confusing card if you don't, like, know magic very well. Like, let's re- let's, re- let's re- Veil of Summer for those that didn't okay. play during Veil of Summer time, right? One green instant. So, okay. Draw a card if an opponent has cast a blue or black spell this turn. Period. Spells you control cannot be countered this turn. You and permanents you control gain hexproof from blue and from black until end of turn. So, Ricky, uh, I only my only my my spells aren't counterable, and they don't have hexproof unless my opponent has played a blue or black spell this turn. Correct? Um, no, you get hexproof from blue and black, and your spells are always uncounterable. Oh, but but it says I I draw a card only if they've done that stuff. So that would just mean the other stuff doesn't happen either, right? So you could, if you wanted to protect a combo. You can just cast Veil of Summer for no quote-unquote value, right? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think actually, so like, I think you get to cast Veil of Summer, right? Yes. And if your opponent goes to counter Veil of Summer and you play a second Veil of Summer on top of it. Yes. So you will draw a card for your second Veil of Summer resolving, right? Yes. Then their counter spell (laughs) will not counter your second Veil of Summer, but but the, the original Veil of Summer, but it will now draw you a card. That is correct. Yeah. Card was so stupid. <laughs> so absolutely stupid. Um, if your opponent thought seizes you, you can just say, lol, no. Veil of Summer. Veil I'll of draw Summer. A card. Thank I'll draw you. a card instead. And while that, that uh. interaction doesn't seem powerful, you just beat their thought seize and replaced your card. It's so good. There's a reason why no one mentions Veil of Summer when they talk about unbanning cards, even as a joke. No, nobody likes this card. Is it banned in Modern? I think so, yeah. It has to be, right? <sighs> Hold on, let me check. Green is uh, green and blue, as we've learned in the recent years of Magic, are the protag colors. No, it's legal in Modern. Huh. Huh. What a miserable time. 
I yeah. guess it doesn't stop Ragavan. No, it doesn't. <gasps> Oops. Anyways. All right, Ricky. Well, of course, that has been an episode. You got anything else to talk about? No, thanks for the submissions. Yeah, thank you for the submissions. Um, I haven't thought of another challenge, and honestly, I'll be getting married by the time we have to go over the next challenge results, so uh, we'll be back with another Doesn't Slap Challenge post-wedding, so keep on the lookout for that. But um, I do like the idea of, hey, you know what, we're going to start incorporating the Doesn't Slap Challenges into the monthly webcam events, since we're just full proxy on those now. So I think it's going to turn the webcam events into something a little more fun rather than just playing the stuff you want you would normally just play. Of course, you can still play those decks if you want, but I think you know adding having a no ban list webcam event it's going to be fun, right? right? Full proxy, have some fun with that. So be sure to sign up for that when the signups go up. Event info in the Discord. I want to thank the Patreon supporters, Patreon.com, Crew3MTG. Be sure to go check that out if you haven't already. We've got three great tiers available. Uh, awesome stuff going on there and it helps keep the show going uh big shout outs to playingpioneer.com if you want to see a great hub for pioneer content be sure to go check that site out uh hopefully i finally finally got enough of a break at work to be able to finally post an article i've been working on for less excuse me a week or so now so keep an eye out for that um start like a little bit of a mini series on the site uh and of course hey if you haven't checked out the youtube channel for us Go check out Crew3MTG on YouTube where you can find the Pioneer Progression series. Ricky and I explore and grow and play against each other with an ever-growing card pool, adding a set from Pioneer each week as we go along. And of course, uh, after this week's episode goes up, next week, uh, we sorry, we just posted Gate Crash. Next episode, which will be coming out the week after this current podcast we're really listening to comes out. Uh, will be Dragon's Maze, so it's pretty early on if you haven't watched it yet to start watching and get caught up for this new bi-monthly series. And I mean, two episodes in, we're having a blast. It's great. It's it's such a good time. I'm actually a little upset. I really thought that War of the Spark was next. <laughs> I was about <laughs> War of the Spark cards. Nope. Wow, that's a get wow. Right. That's a downgrade. Can I have War of the Spark? We got War of the Spark at home. <laughs> dragon's maze <laughs> um do you want to do you want to have a bet to see who gets the most armored wolf riders oh my god no i i'm not sure of anything from that pack opener anymore <laughs> how many illness in the ranks ricky Dude, i have seven so Ill. illness in the ranks they're so ill i have all of the covid in my sealed opening from Gate Crash. also as you pointed out alpha authority being counted as a common is funny yeah alpha authority counted as a common shouldn't have happened but i'll take the alpha authorities um, we made a lot of jokes about opening, uh, opening the next set, but I think the actual most influential card is going to be a uncommon. Oh? Yeah. You'll do you want to, do you want to fill this I'm in? not going to tell you. I'm, I'm going to keep it a secret. <laughs> all right. It might be a, right. a certain Azorius uncommon. Okay. All right. Uh, is it Ascended Law Mage? It is Ascended Law Mage. <laughs> all right ricky well where can the people find you on social media you can find me on twitter at also steve and you can find me on youtube under door monster and you can find me on twitch on door monster tv and of course you could find me at crew three podcast on twitter where i run our official twitter and talk about all other cool things going on in my life i of course also stream just for now once a week uh usually on sundays but hey life happens i'm getting married in 
essentially less than a month by the time you hear this episode. Uh, so there's a lot going on. Uh, so if not, I usually reschedule those and the VOD goes up on the Twitter, on the YouTube page, sorry, after the fact. And then, of course, like I said, every other week, we're posting another episode of the Pioneer Progression series. Uh, we will talk to you all next time. Thanks for tuning in. As always, go play some Pioneer. Go have some fun. And, uh, you know, just, hey, a lot of great ways to play the format for cheat. Think about to pick up an extra deck or two. Get your, your uh, local community going. We will talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.